This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Metal Shop here on 99.9 KISW, always supporting the local metal. And right now we have a band. It's been four years since they've been up here on Metal Shop. Their last record, Oathbreaker, is Savage. They have a new one called Astral Necromancy coming out next Friday. The band is Hoth. Yeah. We've got David and Eric from Hoth. Welcome to Metal Shop. Yeah. Hello. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Welcome I see you've back. got a couple beverages here. Uh, feel free to crack them. Yeah, guys. yeah. You know yeah. what? Go right Absolutely. ahead. You know what? Yeah. Along with, you know, put it right up to the right, right up to it. Okay. Oh, yes. Uh, We're so gonna want others. some beer reviews after here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You mean of salty water? Yeah, <laughs> some, some, some seltzer, seltzer water. water. Let us know you. what you're drinking afterwards. So thanks it's for coming up, guys. Welcome barley. back. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome um, to our new station. Yeah. So I'm Eric from Hoth. And I'm David, also from Hoth. Yes, Hoth. welcome, gentlemen. And uh, man, so we're, we're stoked to have you guys back up here. We're going to play one of the songs that you guys have already debuted so far, correct? And yeah. then also, the homie hookup mm-hmm. on a brand new one that nobody's heard. Well, nobody's heard yet so far, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, coming. we've heard it. Yeah, so I've heard it about 500 <laughs> times, and no one else has heard it. Good, good. <laughs> So this is kind of uh, it's it's if in case you're wondering and you're like man when am I going to be able to see Hoth alive? It is not a live project. It is basically all just you guys producing the music and then just letting it live online. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's definitely a studio project, which is definitely not unprecedented for the genre sure, at totally. all. Yeah. Um. And and it's uh, honestly I prefer it that way. It's it's a ton of work to play live, and so super huge <laughs> yes, respect to everybody who's willing to go out and they. And they practice every single week, multiple times a week, to, to memorize those songs. Honestly, I can't even remember the lyrics to these songs because <laughs> some of them rewrote them so long ago. Um, <laughs> Too and, but, but honestly, the, the creative aspect is what we really thrive on. Uh, but, you know, playing live, out of the question for us. But, you know, I, I love seeing live show. Live metal's great. So it's, it's kind of... So what do you guys do in, in the band, if per, like, respectively? Because you have to cover all areas with just two... Two guys. Well, who yeah, does so what and what? I, I feel like we have a pretty good division of labor. Um, okay. We we sort of have a we come together creatively. Um, most of the most of the instrumentation is finalized by David because okay. he's so much more of a perfectionist than I am. Ah, yes. um, we know a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To Eric's point, it's like I I will gather a lot of song ideas at the beginning, and then we we meet on them and kind of figure out how we're going to explore building them up into songs. And right. so, <clears throat> you know, to get to the nitty gritty, basically I'm I'm tracking guitar. If they're demos, you know, I'm putting drums in there and then uh, tracking bass myself, putting any other sort of synth in there, if all, anything. And then a lot of times I come to him with like, you know, you're he's doing the harsh vocals. He's the vocalist and he writes all the lyrics. So uh, I'll come to him and say, I had kind of an idea for a rhythm that I want your... Uh, your harsh vocals to be over this, but that's kind of where I stop and <clears throat> where the handoff, excuse me, it takes place. The handoff. Yeah, and so 
Um, or the hand-on. For all intents and purposes, Eric is marketing, PR, the, the face of Hoth. If, I'm if the you're CFO. A lot, <laughs> a lot of people are, are, you know, we have really good response times, I guess. I know not to brag on social media. <laughs> well, that's good. And, uh, you got to pay attention to people you know, that like your band. You know? Messages, back and forth, customer service, all the comments. You know, Eric uh, will be responding to all the people. Occasionally, I'll make a long post and... I did that when we were updating the progress on our album. That's good, man. You got the um, people who care, and from what we've heard, from what we were talking about before the show, people know your band, yeah, and they don't know you guys, and they right. keep running into you, going, "Hey, man, have you heard about the new Hoth?" And you just got to sit there and go, "Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that band's okay." That's uh, kind of cool to me. I I saw this stand up comedy bit the other day. Am I allowed to say the names of other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I, I of course. About yeah, the totally. Broadcast totally. laws here. Hey, so you do whatever you want. <laughs> there is. I saw this stand up comic the other day, and I forget his name. I wish I could plug him because he's like, more underground. But he was talking about how the drummer in Coldplay has the greatest job in the world because no one, absolutely no yeah. one, knows who he is. And he's a multimillionaire. Yeah. And he plays the easiest <laughs> he's drum doing great. in the world. We used to always say, like, if you ever wanted to claim to be somebody famous, just tell him you're the bass player of Puddle of Mud. Because <laughs> yeah. nobody knows who that guy is. And I kind of like that. To, to take a humorous point to a realistic point, I, I like to be that guy where no one really knows who I am. And oftentimes when I tell people about Hoth or I play them Hoth, they're shocked. They're like, oh, you're like the least metal guy ever. Like, they, like yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I do hip hop DJing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> have you looked at my yeah, you, <laughs> my, you know phone, <laughs> my phone is all black and death metal. If you get in the car and the car starts playing music and it shuffles, it's like, <laughs> oh man, skeletal remains. Sorry, mom. But um, so, so yeah, we want we wanted to. Uh, your band's obviously named Hoth. That's uh, the I guess the most obvious reference in the world if you know anything about metal or underground sci-fi anything or Star Wars if you've ever even heard of Star Wars <laughs> so right. the last time we talked to you guys you had a little bit more of a Star Wars focus but you moved away from that a piece from what you were saying earlier tell us about why how and and you know we're going to jump into one of your songs here in just a second but I want to find out the brain thoughts yeah what's man. the new one what are the newer influences yeah sure so uh, basically, I think that uh, when when we conceived of the band, it was kind of like, oh well, Hoth is you know this icy planet. It's it's full of ice and frost. Like that's super that's super metal. That's pretty metal, yeah. You know, so like that was that was kind of the influence. So it was kind of like, well, let's do some Star Wars songs because that's a planet from Star Wars, right? But I I think that the the kernel there was that this frosty, icy, you know, desolate place. You know, like this Norse Niflheim. Type thing, right? Like you know, and, uh, and and so we kind of did that first album that was like over the top Star Wars, and it was super fun. It, it was, was fun like doing an it. Encyclopedia, yeah, of it, brutal, fictitious it, creatures. Exactly. You know, so it was Which fun, is... but I, I think we we took a step back and we were like, okay, what kind of music do we really want to make? And uh, Oathbreaker was kind of like, uh, you know, a process. You know, that that was the next step in that process. A transitional record, if you will. And so we get to Astral Necromancy, where. Um, you know, we, we've completely moved beyond that, essentially. I mean, if, if someone's a huge fan of Star Wars, I'm sure they'll, they're, they're going to listen to it. They're not going to listen to this radio show, and they're going to be like, no, this is totally Star Wars. Now we need I to read this book Empire. in 1996 yeah. Yeah. that it was about this thing. And oh, they're that's, gonna think, that's me. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah that's, so that's, me. that's Ian. Yeah. Um, Ian's going to be that guy. Yeah, I am that guy. <laughs> so... But but I mean that wasn't our intention. And I mean usually I don't want to like put a whole lot of message behind the album. Like sure, I, like well, I let think people take it their way. Yeah, yeah like I, I want people to yeah. interpret it. I think that's an important thing for yeah. art is that people uh, uh, appreciate the art and they interpret it their own way. Like honestly, for Oathbreaker, a lot of people are like, oh well, it's the story of Anakin. Like it's it's the prequels, but good. 
And for me, <laughs> honestly, like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this, <laughs> and I don't I don't think I've said this to anybody before, but honestly, when I was writing a lot of the lyrics for Oathbreaker, I was playing a lot of Warcraft three, like a lot of the campaign for Warcraft like Frozen Warcraft Throne. three, like yeah, yeah like Frozen yeah. Throne, like Arthas. Oh, we're in this. Like like <laughs> Arthas being like this this good guy, and then he's like gets corrupted and sacrifices everything he loves. That's the story of Oathbreaker right there. Oh, right. Like wow. that's that's a We're story right back there. The layers, baby. You know, so so it's kind of like it's kind of like you only think it's Star Wars because you thought it was supposed to be Star Wars, and that's what you were but saying. Is it, you there's want so many people, references, but you it, want but it to doesn't, it. but it doesn't need to be. I mean, we don't say names, places, anything like that. It, it means to you what it means to you, it's art. and that's just as valid as what it means to me. Um, and there's a really important reason why we want people to give their own meaning to stuff. So. You guys have probably had friends that read the book of something that became a series or a show or right. like a movie. And then they're like, well, the book did this. The book's better. And Oh, yeah, uh, well, check out this record. Biatch. The thing is, like, when, when you're reading a book, you're making the mental picture for what the p- characters look like. And you're making the story how your brain does it. And then when you watch the film, you're, it's given to you, right. which is that's a big reason why we wanted to stray away from. The Star Wars stuff, because if we're making stuff that's grim and and it has this atmosphere as metal, and then you're listening to the lyrics and the lyrics tell a story, we want the the listener to put the story together themselves instead of being handed the story. Like it's almost like an insult to tell them what it's about. Well, I don't know. Some people need that hooked on phonics. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Here's right. how it works. Here's what yeah. it is. But this is for the other deep thinkers. So, so to answer your question, uh, basically, like we, we started. Getting into a lot of like kind of occult sort of stuff, like looking up old grimoires from like the the 15th century and stuff, and like into like necromancy and stuff, and we sort of were like, what if you know, what if this, but in space, like like these these sort of cosmic powers are greater than than the planet Earth. Let's put it out in space. Let's make it, uh, uh you know, this this big cosmic. Uh, yeah, thing. it's great, greater than humanity. Yeah, which is oh, some people totally, need that yeah. perspective check from time to time. Yeah, Astral absolutely. necromancy, that's awesome. I'm also really into weird to like paranormal stuff and unsolved mysteries and there's this manuscript that's unexplained. It's called the Codex Seraphinianus and it's basically in a language that nobody knows of at all or understands. Like it's not even a real language the way it's written. Huh. And there's these uh, incredibly grotesque and bizarre pictures in it and it's so I'm so morbidly fascinated with it and part of that was You're like sick, bro. Part of that was so if, when our when when people get their hands on the album, they'll see that there's a booklet that we included with it, and the booklet itself is uh, covered in characters and scripts of dead languages, and there's all these hidden messages in it. So I think that's just kind of a fun thing we gave to people. Damn, dude, it's getting pretty deep here, man. Getting pretty out there. I, I like, like it. it, but let's let's bring it back. Uh, we're gonna play a song here. Uh, this is actually a brand new song from Hoth. They have it uh, on their Bandcamp, I believe. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, we'll be talking more about where you can get the album. It's going to be coming out this Friday. The album is called Astral Necromancy. Here's Vengeance by Hoth. It's Metal Shop on the Rock.
Uh, we're back on Metal Shop now. That was Vengeance, a new song from Hoth off their album Astral Necromancy. Is it ne- Necromancy? Necromancy? <laughs> potato, potato, Necronancy. Tomato. No, it's Necromancy, man. <laughs> uh, June 15th coming out next Friday on, uh, how do, again, Epicurus? Epicurus. Epicurus. Okay, records. I need help, man, just I've like the Hooked on Phonics. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I need help just like everyone else. This is really, really cool. Local uh, local band it des- uh, deserves our support. We're going to play another one of their unreleased songs that they yeah, brought up as the yeah. homie hookup. And so we're looking forward to that. But we wanted to chat a little bit about and send people to your website, talk about the new record and the label. Yeah, yeah. so you guys do this. It's Epicurus Records. Uh, tell me a little bit about this record label. Is it just for your personal album? Yeah, is it just you guys? Uh, yeah, so basically it's a, it's a micro label that we sort of created for ourselves. Because, I mean, if you're trying to be an independent artist and make it on your own, <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you can't just be like, hey, I'm in a band. Because, you know, there's a million other people like you. So we were like, okay, well, let's make a label because, uh, you know, I got my own. Uh, side projects. David's got his own side projects. He's he's got way more than me, and so I was like, okay, well, let's make this label that we can put these things out on, nice. and we'll get a little more traction. There'll be a little more recognition. Where yeah. it's like, oh, well, you know, that's the same label that Hoth is out on, right? Yeah, it's so all collected we, under one umbrella. Yeah. yeah, so we can we can get a little more traction that way. So we created this sort of micro label, which is uh, you know who knows how that will grow in the future. I was gonna but, say, but but right now it's kind of. I mean, my dream is to run a record label out of my garage. I don't have a garage right now, so you know, <laughs> I'm not, first. I'm not living first. my dream. Uh, yeah, so one thing at a time. You started out of your van, man. Yeah, exactly. percent of people in Seattle don't have garages. Yeah, yeah well, and I'm one of them. I don't. Uh, <laughs> so, so basically we created this kind of thing so that we could, um, you know, release our music under it, be taken a little more seriously. And I, and I think it's grown quite a bit, so I'm excited to see where that goes in the future. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like the, the Hoth label and uh, also some of our side projects, which you might see in the future. Yeah, uh, nice. Which I hope to see, yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you already got it set up, man. You got the, the legs are running on the ground floor, so you might as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So my yeah. question is, and we've talked, we've probably asked you this before, is there ever a future for you guys playing a show? No. Live? No, okay. I'm just gonna, it's, it's, I was just gonna come out and okay. say no. Right. I was gonna say we would never rule it out, but you know, there, there's <laughs> a, went, no, okay. there's a, <laughs> th- th- it, we would have to have stupid money because because as Eric said earlier, I'm a perfectionist and I. What the worst thing that could happen to Hoth is is that we make our albums that we're completely satisfied with that I'm completely satisfied with, and then we have a show where we absolutely suck and live, then you just stink it. And then yeah. no, you know, knowing the nature of shows, we're gonna open for a bunch of local metal bands on a Thursday at a bar, and the cover is gonna be like ten bucks, so nobody's gonna pay it because it's a Thursday. And it's like, uh, you uh, know, are you sure you're not undersselling yourself there, man? <laughs> you I know, think I a could lot of be. people are into this. You I very well know. could be. Humility's a virtue. We're gonna have to give them some support. So give there, them you, so there you have it. Yeah, Eric says no. <laughs> so make them do it. Stupid money is what they're asking for. Eric says no. We'll never play live. I say maybe we wouldn't rule it out, but we would have to hire a bunch of session musicians. Right. Like, we got uh, Ryan George Collius. Yeah. If you're out there, yeah, you want to play say, drums for us, and you can handle. If you get stupid money, you could hire whoever you want. We would hire George. That's awesome. So again, the album is coming out this Friday. How can we pick it up and uh, direct uh, direct us to you know picking it up uh, physical copies or and, is it just digital? Physical. And uh, where do we find? We've you got digital too? available on Bandcamp. Uh, you just got to search for Hoth, or is you can it, go to Hoth. Is it just Hoth dot Bandcamp? Hoth Music. Hoth Music dot Bandcamp dot com. Uh, yeah. Um, we've, we have our own physical copies that we'll fulfill ourselves and ship out to you, even internationally. Uh, we're also going to be in a bunch of retail stores in Seattle. Uh, so uh, list them. We'll Shout be at out. Silver Platters and at Zion's Gate. Cool. Uh, nice. Nice. That's great. Very respectable. And, uh, yes. 
perfect. That's awesome. Is there, uh, before we get into the last song that we're going to debut here on Metal Shop for the first time, before anyone's heard it even online, is there anyone you'd like to thank or uh, personal shout-outs? You guys have the floor right now. Hey, so there's a lot of great metal in Seattle. Yes. True. Number one favorite metal band in Seattle is Skeletor. Ah, Agreed. Awesome. They're going to be on Skeletor. tomorrow night opening for, for Hammerfall. Hammerfall. Oh, Check them right. out. El Corazon. Yeah. And Flotsam and Jetsam, too. Yeah, yeah yes. Flotsam and Jetsam, awesome. uh, Skeletor, Hammerfall. Check them out tomorrow night. El Corazon, Seattle. And also, Pound. Hell yeah. Aww. Oh, look at that. Yeah. We got to drop. Ryan's drop here from Pound. Pound and Plush I, I saw beer. Pound. I've only seen Pound once. And I don't know if my brain can take it again. <laughs> Mine can. It is Hell it yeah. is intense. It is intense stuff. Um, uh, Substratums, another great Seattle metal band. Um, yep. Love the local heavy metal scene. Love it when they play. I wish everybody in the local heavy metal scene would play more shows. Yeah, if um, you guys were going to play a show, I'd say, come out and support Hoth, man. <laughs> but, you gotta, but you can do that with... Yeah, I'd rather watch other people play metal. Well, maybe someday. Touché, touché. Pick up the someday, album someday. again th- coming out this Friday. It is called Astral Necromancy. We're going to play uh, Citadel. What's the song about, guys? Uh, Citadel the Necromancer. It's uh, basically about the uh, big Citadel of the Necromancer and a battle, battle that undead. takes place of, of undead forces outside the Citadel. Nice. Metal. All right, here it is. Brand new music by Hoth, only on Metal Shop. Thanks, fellas.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.